Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast, three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. I'm Cheyenne Floyd. My name is R. Kyle Lynn. And today we have a special guest. Woo! Welcome, Ray. Ray is on with us. And to, I'm reading your phone like there's something on it for me. Um, <laughs> today is our 50th episode. We're so excited. And we had to get- Hi, a- I'm the guest. You are not the guest writer. <laughs> We had to get a huge guest on. So you guys welcome Ray to our show. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be here for the 50th episode. Thank you, Ray, for Thanks joining Thanks for coming. Us. I feel like everybody online right now is obsessing over your show. How does it feel? Uh, none of the cast thought that we were going to hit number one. We thought maybe it'll like get to the top 10. And then when we got to the number one show, we were all freaking out. Are you kidding? I think that's so cool. I didn't see any advertising for no, it. But I, I saw I saw like one clip. When I saw the name, I was like, I'm watching this. Like, yeah. I don't even know what this is, but just 
But I feel like Netflix shows kill it every time. Like Love is Blind killed it. And then Love is Blind season two killed it. So National Love is Blind. Right. But season two. Like, if I was to do a Netflix dating show, I feel like I would know, like, this shit's about to blow up. Yeah. Yeah, we just didn't think that it was going to become what it is. But, yeah, we're all adjusting to that. (laughs) So, for me, just having the background, one of my biggest things that I struggle with is, like, the mental health aspect of it because of social media and you film something, you live it, then now you're learning, you have to relive it mm-hmm. when it airs. And then there's certain things that people just never let you move on from or yes. grow from because they just replay it. So yeah. has social media been nice to you or mean? Um, it just depends on the platform. So Instagram has been nice. TikTok has been very nice to me. Twitter has been dragging me. Um, And the show has for sure opened up a lot of like wounds for everybody involved. Even the couples that are happy together, sometimes they'll rewatch an old argument and we'll kind of joke about it in the group chat. Like they'll start fighting about it again. Um, You know, some people, some of us reliving our breakups again has been, uh, has been pretty hard. Yeah. So the one thing that I've learned with social media is to stay away from Twitter. Um, (laughs) it's never nice but for us they always like our producers and stuff are always like pushing twitter to engage with the fans when the show is airing and i'm always like oh i get on there and then i just like look at the hashtag and look at all the thread and i'm like why did i do this to myself they're so evil and it will be like the happiest moment. It won't even be like a bad moment where like it's an argument. It would be like the kids playing outside and I'm getting dragged for like, why are they wearing those shoes? Or why don't right. they have shoes on? And I'm just like, who's watching the kids? Why are you like, what? Like for what? Like for what? So I get it. I'm not, I don't know how to do TikTok. It's off limits as far as carry on social media. I don't have children but I've never made a comment about other people's children on social media. I think that's out of bounds personally. The kids should always be off limits, but because our show is based off of parenting and I guess our kids, they feel like they can talk about it. Open season when it's not. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a lot. So do your best to take it with a grain of salt and remember that these people don't know you. They're yeah. only like clips and literally just little snippets of moments that they weren't there for. Right. And there's always going to be hate, but there's also a lot of love that yeah, comes out. I love it. I thought you were great. I liked your personality and I just thought you just looked really I like, you were fun. like, I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of love. Um, I thought I was going to get a lot of hate from like the April hive, like all the people that are like huge fans of April, but they've actually sent me a lot of support too. They're like, Oh, we love Ray and April. The the main group that I'm getting all the hate from I found is like, there's this like team Zay thing going on. No, like, not the teams. And I'm like teams. Did we do a challenge? I didn't know about like, what, what, <laughs> when did we, so um and I found that a lot of girls that are very attracted to Zay have been sending me a lot of hate and a lot of comments saying things like well if I had him I would I would put up with this this and this or if he came home at 8 a.m I would have been fine with it or I wouldn't have yelled at him at the reunion and I think he's fine and oh girl send me his at like I'll take him like I found that a lot of girls that are really attracted to him are kind of coming at me and like the same girls that are putting hard eyes on his photos 
are like threatening me in my DMs. It's like a direct correlation. Oh my God. Wow. I feel so, like you, you and Zach experience a little bit of we that. We get that. Like there yeah. are a lot of people like, give me Zach, like yeah. I'll treat him right. Last season when I was pregnant throughout COVID and anxiety is high, whatever, they showed a scene which was edited. Just going to say that, but I popped off at Zach. Mind you, I'm like extremely pregnant and I had on a bright pink hoodie and it just was not attractive but that scene gets brought up all the time and I had so many people like wow like if you're gonna really mistreat Zach like that like let us have him we'll take care of him like I'm like "Mm -mm." I'm like first off he's well taken care of okay you got to see a very small snippet of an argument but and pregnancy hormones are real as fuck but I people DM Zach all the time like if she's not treating you right like let me and I'll take care of the kids I'm like bro (laughs) this is too much but overall how would you say your experience was on the show or just with social media on the show overall my experience on the show was definitely um very stressful. So me and multiple cast members were like feeling sick and feeling nauseous. Like nobody wants to see their partner, you know, date somebody else. It's hard when you go um, certain amounts of time without your phone and actually had kind of anxiety on camera. They did a really good job picking a lot of people who had never done anything like this before. Like none of us have worked in like entertainment or news or journalism or anything like that. Like I did, you know, communication in college and took a few PR courses, but none of us were versed in like being on camera. So a lot of us were anxious and, you know, we were drinking a lot and it was just a very stressful time. I don't think there's anything that can really prepare you for an experience like this. Like you just have to have the experience and then you're like, oh, that's what I, that's what you mean. Cause even like when Cheyenne first started filming, she would come home, like we would talk about it and I'd be like, you know, just ignore certain things or why didn't you do this? And she's like, yo, you're not there. You don't even understand. And it's not just, you can have like your individual, like your individual thoughts, but it's, there's so much going on with production, your other cast members. And it's just, it is overwhelming. And I think that sometimes when people watch a show like you did or a show like I've done, they expect us to act a certain way, but they also don't put themselves in our shoes in how certain situations are heightened or may feel a certain way. Yeah. That moment. And, yeah. and in that moment, that's how you felt. Now, looking back, of course, or the next day, of course, maybe you're like, damn, like I could have done this other third, but that's life. Yeah. And I wish like arguments that they've had with their significant others and think about how they would be judged if we could see into their living rooms, you know? Exactly. So I don't, I don't know. So how did, if someone's like, okay, I want to get to know Ray, what would be like your top five things that you would want people to know about you away from this show? Away from the show. Yeah. Yeah, We get um, intros on the show. I guess some things that I would want people to know about me is that, um, I am from Oakland, California. So I grew up in the Bay Area. A lot of people were like, why was she twerking all the time? Why was she dancing all the time? I'm like, that's like what we do where I'm from. Um, I went to an HBCU and I maintained a 4.0. I had a Maya um, Angelou scholarship and other academic scholarships. And that was like really important to me. Um, Wait, what? What? I went to Houston Tillotson. It's a private HBCU in Austin, Texas. And yeah, that's actually where Zay and I met. 
was on campus. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's some no goddamn. Like, You're smart. Yes, smart. Smart and beautiful. Thank you. So that's something that's really important to me. And I'm trying to think about other like fun stuff. Um, I bartended my way through college. I do like nightlife and I'm just, my number one thing is like, I'm very into my friends and my friendships. I'm an only child. So I take my friendships like very seriously. That's good. I like that. Oh, one thing for the social media, tell your friends to be ready. Since you're an only child, if they try, there will be a point where if they try and send you a bunch of messages and they can't reach you, it overflows into your friendships. Yeah. When people can't get to me, they bother her. They, I get so many DMS and it's even some of Cheyenne's friends, like her best friends, they get DMS. Like I need you to communicate this with Cheyenne or I know Cheyenne won't see this, but you will. It's a lot. It's a lot. So it's, um, the overflow can affect more than just you, you, you'll, you'll figure that out in time, (laughs) but what about like what you do, like what's your goal career-wise, work-wise or hobby-wise? Um, career-wise, I think that I would really like to get into something more with like marketing and advertising. I kind of talked about that a little bit on the show. I would really like to have just like a steady, you know, nine to five and just uh, focus it's on like, I want a normal, a job. normal life. <laughs> job. <laughs> That's real. And do you have hobbies? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> me and my friends, we just love to go dancing a lot. So we do uh, reggaeton, salsa, bachata, country, and hip hop. We like to go out and dance. That is like my favorite hobby. Um, it's great. I, it just, I'm like, why don't we do that? We're boring. <laughs> <laughs> On the dance floor. That is like my absolute favorite thing to do. I love it. I love it too. I'm like, if you're ever in LA and you go <laughs> dancing, we would we have to tell her like we no we did that for your birthday once yeah we did it was like a cuban we went to place. a cuban restaurant and they, it was great we had a lot so of fun yeah and it's good exercise <laughs> it is i need to exercise it really really is that's Ooh. one thing i noticed is that you're very fit fit my best friend yeah, is actually a personal trainer. So whenever I try to slack off and also she's currently my roommate, so I can't skip the gym because when you live with somebody who works out like that, they just do not let you like slack yeah. out. I wish I lived with the personal trainer. <laughs> Zach and I every night are like, help us. Texting with our phones on our stomachs. Like, fuck, we need to lose weight. I'm like, yeah, I know, babe. And then he's like, okay, go grab the Cheetos. I'm like, all right. <laughs> And you guys like to eat. Cheyenne and Zach love. Well, what happened was Zach stopped smoking weed. Like he stopped smoking and I feel like it's just been replaced with food. I don't really have an excuse, (laughs) but I'm just going to go with his. Like, I really think since he stopped, he like, it's like his new thing. So when he eats, I'm like, give me a bite. Like, I'm not about to watch you eat. So I feel like the big thing now revolving you from after the reunion is that you shared some news on it as far as sexuality. Hmm. So how has it been? What like is that was that you like coming out for the first time or was that new to your friends and your family or what is that? Not what I like 
Well, I was kind of like halfway in the closet. So obviously some close friends knew. Uh, my mom did know. I had to come out like two days ago to my dad and my dad's side of the family. That was harder than coming out to my mom and my mom's side of the family. They've known for a minute. Um, I did have a girlfriend before I dated Zay, but her and I were not open and out like that. Like we didn't post each other on, um, social media, but a lot of people were like, how did you blindside, uh, Zay and Jake like that and not tell them that you're, you're gay. And I was like, well, they, they already knew I was bi. like you guys just, everybody that needed to know knew, but now every, and I wanted to say something at the reunion because I think that visibility is really important. I think it's great. I I think so. I I feel like it was not what I expected. Um, not like I was thinking about it though, but yeah. how did it, how did it work out with your dad and his family? Um, we're still, we're still working on that. That is a work in progress. But at the end of the day, my dad said that he loves me. So hopefully over time, that side of the family, we can heal things and get more comfortable and get closer again. That's just, that's just going to be a work in progress. Yeah. Are your parents like really traditional or like conservative or what, how would Uh, you describe like your upbringing? I guess. They're not conservative. I wouldn't say that they're conservative. I think that they just always kind of had the idea that like, okay, Rachel's gonna, you know, go to college and then get married and have babies, you know? But I, I definitely would say that both my parents were more like liberal. I think that nobody was really just expecting me to be by <laughs> like no one <laughs> so what is the like how did this even happen I feel like a lot of people ask me like how did you end up on tv and the way I got on was my friend I was obsessed with the walking dead and I wanted to be a zombie extra or just a zombie I didn't know they were extras So I applied and then I realized that you had to take like a 16 to 18 hour zombie Zombie class. And I'm like, this is so lame. Like I am a good zombie without this class, but whatever like thing I filled out, put me into like a network of like other casting. So I got an email to do, are you the one? We actually filled it out together. We thought it was a joke. We thought it was a joke because <laughs> I did the third season and I didn't watch TV. So I knew nothing about it. We had never, I had never, never heard, heard about of- it. We filled it out like the funniest shit ever, like joking answers all the way through. Got an email within like 20 minutes. Like today is the last day of casting. We need you to finish your application. We want to Zoom with you tomorrow. And it wasn't Zoom at the time. It was Skype. Oh, Skype. We had to 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 do a Skype meeting. And I'm still like, this is a joke. And at the time I was working at my parents' office, I just graduated. I went to Hampton for PR and I came home, couldn't get a job. Because who's going to hire somebody who just did four years in school and has no experience? That's what I learned. And um, I ended up doing RE1. I signed a contract probably within like two weeks. Yeah, it was super quick. It happened really fast. They had them do like these like psych evaluations, personality tests. They met with like a dating coach. Yeah. And um, it was super quick. I had no idea what I was signing up for. And that's kind of how like my mtv career has started and yeah. from there they just keep putting me on other shows i keep saying someone likes you over there someone oh yeah at the network likes you i actually person. know who but i can't say but someone- they keep on like anytime any like life change because i've now been on tv in september will be um 
seven, seven years, seven years since I did already one. I started when I was 23, 22. Yeah. I'm about to be 30 this year. Um, wow. You've been on TV for a minute. I know I'm getting old. Someone told me the other day in my DMs, you need to go get a real job. But I'm like, I have a job. <laughs> I'm like, I actually tried. I just couldn't get hired. So enough about me. <laughs> how did you end up on the, how do you say it? Ultimatum? Ultimatum. 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 All right, that show. Someone from Are You The One, a guy who was on Are You The One, actually slid into my DMs after the ultimatum came out. But I don't want to say who it is. I'm going to guess. <laughs> Is he black? Yes. He's chocolate. Is it Smash? Is his name Derek? <laughs> Is that your match? No, oh. but I know who she's talking about. I'm gonna decline to confirm or deny. I'm not saying anything, but I was a little like when I was, I went through your guys cast and I'm like, let's see, like, you know, let's social media wise, like who's following who and who knows who. And I definitely was like, hmm, hmm. Uh-huh. And he's, I'm not saying anything bad, but he's just like out a lot. I feel like he's one of those guys who are like out and in the scene and. We out the streets, y'all. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. That is so funny. Imagine you might have guessed it. No, I guessed it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that he's. I thirsty. can't say. I didn't. I didn't respond to the person who DM'd me. I don't follow them, but I just thought that was interesting. I saw that they followed you. This is how rumors get started. Oh, I'm gonna start the rumor. <laughs> like, what is he gonna do? DM me? Like, <laughs> be like, well, can you get her to respond? Right. No. <laughs> no, I mean he's great but like just looking at the page I was like I get a player vibe and I don't know why how about if you look at his page and then you look at Zay's page not trying to talk mess but it's giving off I'm an Instagram boy and Uh, what did that come with right uh but that's how we actually got cast on the show um so they were looking for couples who were like in their like mid to early 20s. So I was 24, Zay was 25. And even though Zay didn't post me on social media, we were known around Austin a lot. Like a lot of people just knew us as like a couple and we had done club promoting together. So some producers messaged us and said, let's hop on a Zoom call. Zay and I actually got into an argument during our first Zoom interview and we got oh, they happy. You. Loved it. <laughs> they they loved were you. like, we need them. They were like, this is this is great. We see this going downhill already. Let's cast them. <laughs> Sign us up. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, it was a mess. Um, so that's how we got picked for the show. How long was your like casting process? Like from the time that they DM'd you up until the time that you filmed, was it a long time or did it happen quick? I want to say like five months, maybe like five or six months. That's a long time. But one couple knew that they were going to go on only two weeks before. And that was Madeline and Colby. They told them that they weren't going to get picked. And then they didn't speak to them for months. And then like, maybe like, I think it was like a week and a half before filming. They called Madeline and Colby and they were like, get two months worth of stuff together. Come to this hotel. You're filming. That's crazy. So to me, it's always crazy how these shows happen. And they're like, stop your life now. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how I feel. So 
I was actually really happy to see, like, as the show progressed, like, you guys still went to work. You guys still yeah. kicked on with your lives. I thought that was really cool. So because was everybody from Houston? Austin. Everybody was from Austin, living in Austin, and we all were still working. But that was, like, and a lot of us had to take some time off work. You know, yeah. we, we work how we used to. Like, we told our jobs beforehand, like, hey, we're going to need, like, a couple days throughout the week off. So a lot of us missed out on certain things at work. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot because, you know, you're – filming these really stressful scenes you're talking about love and relationships for like five hours drinking like fighting arguing making out with people and then you got to wake up and go to work put on a full face of makeup and do it all over again sleep do it all over again so it was it was exhaustive yeah how long was filming like how many two months two months mm-hmm. so y'all did a lot in two months like i just to me- i feel bad that you did it in two months and i watched the show in like three two, two days, days. <laughs> and it's like this is great <laughs> I was nail biting like it's a lot and I was just thinking like if I was in a relationship with someone for two two plus years and I see them in the same room touching someone looking at someone yeah. having a conversation I might throw something so yeah. no people were literally crying and throwing up and having a hard time eating I'm not I'm not even joking I'm not even exaggerating it was very yeah. hard for all of us Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It seemed like a lot of you guys were in the relationships that you came in with all in the same like time. Like, I feel like everyone said that they were with that person for like two, around two years. Two, two and a half. Yeah. That that was, you know, part of how we got casted. I think they were looking for a very specific type of couple, you know, certain age range, um, all trying to graduate or have just graduated, kind of living in Austin, party a little bit, but we still work every day. They were looking for a certain type of couple. What was Zay's or what is Zay's job, everyday job? He's a, a an influencer slash club promoter slash model, I think. Okay. What was Jake's? Is Jake's? Uh, Jake was in the military. 
And then um, he came back and got into consulting and sales. So he would have to go on sales calls and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like they kind of made it seem like you were working and then like he was chilling. He was chilling. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He, he, he was actually off. Um, that's a really funny scene because he was off work that day. And I remember I woke up and I was getting ready for work and the shower was on and music was going in the other, we had two separate, we had separate bathrooms. Like Jake and I weren't in the same bathroom and there was another bedroom as well. But, um, Jake's shower was on in his bathroom. So I was like, Oh, he's like up, he's like showering. And then I went in there and there's no one in there. The water's just going. And then he's still in the other bed. And I was like, what is going on? And then he was drunk and he passed out and had the shower on all night. Cause he had been out drinking with his military buddies the night before I was in bed and I was like, Jake, you left the shower on all night. And he was like, oh, oh. yeah. So that scene, he was, he was off work that day and he was hung over, but I had to work that day. So. Wow. I feel like there's so much that we just didn't get to see. Everything yeah. was recorded. Like there's cameras in every single room, but you don't get to see everything. Like even when I ran to the grocery store, there was a mic pack on me just in case, but there weren't cameras. Like they were just really monitoring everything, trying to make sure that um, people weren't sneaking up and meeting with their original matches too much. I think they knew that we were doing it, but we couldn't do it too much, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, that does. I feel like they have to be realistic too. Like there's yes. no way you can tell me I'm not about to see my man's like, yeah, they lived together before you went on the show. Um, we would like, we never had our own like apartment together, but sometimes like he would stay with me and I would stay with him, you know, when you're doing like 20 consecutive sleepovers with someone and yeah. So kind of like, but we never actually, um, you know, signed a lease together, but I have to say I got lucky because, Zay is pretty clean, but Jake is like OCD clean. So I didn't have to deal with either of them like being messy, which was nice. I love that. Zach is OCD. He cleans our house every morning and he cleans our house before he goes to sleep. And I always offer to help, but he's like, no, you don't do it correctly. And I'm like, okay, sure. No, I'm like, go for it, buddy. He's very clean. I remember like when I first went to the last apartment he had, it was like immaculate and he was going to watch the kids for us. And all I could think about, it was like, how is this going to work? Yeah. The kid will never be invited back over because there are going to be toys all over the place. Something's going to spill. He was swiffering behind them as they yes. would play. <laughs> Eventually he gave them like their own designated area. And he was like, we're good. Like y'all could chill out. Stay in this area. Fine. Yeah. They <laughs> I think about that sometimes. And everything was all white. Yeah, it was all white. Not anymore. Everything now is childproof in his poor life. Um, (laughs) So as far as like TV world, if you were asked to do another show, would you do it? Uh, I would never do the ultimatum again. That was (laughs) literal torture. Um, I think if I was to do another show, it would have to be something like a little bit more fun. Or if it's like a dating show, everybody comes in like on their own, like not already in pairs. Like love is blind. Like love is blind or like, I don't know, just something a little bit more lighthearted. Like even watching, some people were messaging me like, hey girl, like I'm watching your show and this is really hard to watch. Like this is emotional. I had to turn it off for a second. Like people were looking at our relationships play out and like heavily relating to them. Mm-hmm. And women reached out to me about like, 
abuse and arguments and all these things that had happened in their life and their relationships and what they saw on screen and how it related to me and my relationship and like other girls that they saw. And it was very heavy. So if I was to ever do reality TV again, I think it would just have to be like a lighter concept. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I got that because I feel like there were a lot, not a lot, but there were a few scenes where you can literally see your face mm-hmm. and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't know her and I just want to hug her. Like, Oh, it's yeah. like you just you almost like zone out you're zone there out. but you're just like somewhere else you're able to empathize like the, when Zay was out all night just uh, you see you tossing and turning I know there's way more to that like I would have yeah. been freaking the f out like yeah with the phone walking to the door looking out yeah. windows like what is going on so it's and especially as a mom now, like I'm thinking about like my kids in the future. If some, if I can't get in contact with my person or my kids, like yeah. that, that's wow. such mental Think anguish. Think about what I you know. put mom and dad through. I know I was the bad kid y'all. Um, yeah. But just knowing mom now, like how we talk about it, I was like, this is so unfair. Yeah, like what he did that uh, night is unfair. If Zach did that. Yeah. And he said that he did that because I said that I didn't think that we were ready for an engagement. And I think a lot of people are misconstruing that scene. When I said I wasn't ready for an engagement, I didn't say I want to break up with you. I just said, you know what? I regret issuing this ultimatum. And I think that we need couples therapy and I want to date you after this. I, at that point, I was so checked out of the show. I was like, I want to take him and run. Like, I don't want to be on the show anymore. So then when he went out all night and did the things that happened that night and didn't message me back. I was like, well, now I just don't want to date you anymore. Like I went from like, I don't want to be engaged, but I love you to, I don't want to date you anymore. And I'm, and I'm pissed off in, in like like 24 hours. But I think a lot of people misconstrue that scene. Yeah. And those are valid feelings. They are like you present day right now. Are you single? Are you dating? Are you looking? Are you single and in therapy? Yeah. So, um, I did talk to a girl, after the show. And it was kind of funny. Cause like, she was also going through a really bad breakup as was I, and we connected and we went on these amazing dates. We hooked up. It was awesome. And then as it got closer to, you know, the show coming out and all these things coming back up, she's very private and she's still not totally out. So she has kind of taken some space for me and I like totally respect that, but we still do talk a lot. And we talked, I actually talked to her yesterday and we talked about hopefully like reconnecting, like after the summer, when things kind of like wind down and like, she's still healing as well. I saw that, that tease that you posted. I was like, am I going to be psycho and screenshot and zoom in and try? <laughs> I can see her face. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> you know, who she is from that picture, you know, none of her tattoos are in it. So and like how Ooh, crazy the tattoos are always the telling sign. I know you gotta be careful with that. I have taught tattoos in like different parts of my body. So I'm like, there's certain things that I just cannot do at this point in life because yeah. we'll know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so who was your favorite? Like you walk away from these shows and you feel, I would say this, you walk away and you feel like you guys are family. Yeah. yeah. And I have like matching tattoos with people that I've done shows with. Like you genuinely feel like your family and sometimes your f- actual friends and family at home don't completely understand it. And they're like, how did you get so close to this person that you guys just met? And it's like, you have no idea. We no. just 
experienced the craziest shit of our lives in such a controlled environment. So mm-hmm. everything is heightened and you really walk away with lifelong friends. Yeah. I really uh, too people will never understand (laughs) never get it like and it and it's something that you're just gonna have to like accept that you can't even explain it Mm -hmm. it's only something that the other person who did the show with you will get but you still walk away with like a best friend or something like who do you think that you're closest with on the show I would say that the two people that I walked away the closest with were uh, Madeline and Shanique. I've spent a lot more time with Shanique, you know, with Madeline being pregnant, she's like in full on like mom mode. And, you know, I went over to her house and like, of course I saw her and Colby for the baby shower and like Madeline and I are going to grab lunch in a few days. But I think like my like bestie from the show would be Shanique. That's awesome. I, you know, it's important to have those kind of like friendships post filming and production especially when it airs just because like Cheyenne said it's such a unique like Mm -hmm. situation and you can try and explain it a thousand times but if you're not there you're not there like you weren't you don't understand like when it's just y'all and you you guys only have yourselves to talk to you guys talk about things that you may never ever touch on with other people like and you share so much faster when you're in that situation yes so much faster. First, yeah. have a group chat. Actually, um, we the whole cast has a group chat, and we do like mental health checks, and we check in with each other, and it's full of like so much love and support. And a lot of people are like, "Why do you guys have a group chat? You all made out with each other's boyfriends and girlfriends." And it's like, y'all don't get it. You don't get it. For each other, exactly. People. We made out with each other, right. so at this point, now we get to text. There's only one person. <laughs> That's really good. But- though. The group chat there's only one person who was like i'm not going to be a part of this group chat but aside from that one person everybody's still in there and supports each other that's good are you in say cordial, cordial or what is <laughs> i feel dumb asking only because clearly i've been stalking your post and i saw i saw you posted was that last night a few things about mm-hmm. of his post and i went and looked at his page and i was like but anyway, so I feel dumb asking the question, but I feel like our listeners are going to want to know what is the tea with you and Zay now? So after I, you know, lost my shit at the reunion and screamed at him, um, and a lot of people don't understand how I'm feeling. So it's like during the show, I did not hook up with Jake. I don't care how it looks on camera. I'm telling you guys, I made out with him and that's it. The gold box was a like a gag gift like given to us and there were no toys in it but there was like a blindfold and massage oil and other things and like some of the stuff was still in like plastic like we didn't use the things in the box um and that's why when Zay found the box he didn't completely chew me out and break up with me because he knew what it was right. um, so then you know immediately after filming Shanique and I were like inseparable like we're hanging out all the time and every time I would go hang out with her and or spend time with Randall Zay would like get in like a weird mood and like pick a fight with me he told me that he just he just happened to have arguments with me on that day but I was like I just kind of feel like you always get weird when I want to go spend time with her like you're being weird and I thought maybe he was jealous that I had like a closer connection to people on the cast than he made because at the time you didn't know they did anything right I know uh he told me that they just made out like Jake and I made out no way. Um, 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I know it doesn't really come off that way, but Jake still had a lot of feelings for April. Like he showed me on his phone, like pictures of him in April. He would go to meet up with April, him and April hooked up during filming. Like that was still a thing. And like, people think I was like out to like steal Jake and I, I wasn't, we couldn't help our connection that was there, but I wasn't out to like snatch him away from, you know, but, um, so the way that you see the footage of the show, they were nice enough to show us, you know, the, the show, like the edit, like what the world was going to see, but you're alone without your phone in a hotel room in LA away from your family. And they give you an iPad and the whole day and they give you room service and they're like, relax, kick back, watch the entire show from like 8am to like midnight. And then we're going to come take up the iPad. So we binged it in one whole day on an iPad. So I got to that scene that and I, hot. I was sick. I was sick. I was like, what is this? And then I couldn't get any clarification from anybody. So like, I can't text Shanique. The last thing that Shanique and I messaged each other before we went into our hotel rooms was like, love you. We're grabbing drinks after the reunion at this bar. See you later, babe. And then, um, you know, Zay and I weren't even talking at that time. So, you know, we text everybody in the group. She's like, all right, love you guys. Bye. I went in there and I saw that scene and I was like, did they have sex? What was that? What's the tissue? Yeah. For? What is the tissue for? So then when I got to the reunion, Shanique looked at me and she was like, kind of trying to talk to me. And I like completely iced that out. And I was like, I'm going to rip Zay's head off. I'm coming for him first. And so that's what played out at the reunion. I'm like screaming at him and, you know, some things were said that weren't shown. And that's why I was like, what the F is wrong with you? But the original confrontation was me bringing that up. Um, And it hurt me so bad because, you know, Zay had said multiple times to me, like, and it was right before the reunion, he kind of reached out and attacked me. And he was like, I know I'm going to see footage of you and Jake on the night cam. And I was like, you're not because we didn't do anything. Jake and I slept in separate beds at first. I said, we're good. I promise. I said, I know you're stressed out and maybe insecure with the show coming out, but I promise you, I would not make you look dumb. Like that didn't happen. He was, oh, all right. Okay. Bet, bet, bet. Then I watched him and Shanique on the iPad and I was like, what the? Like you didn't tell me. And I have been broken. My and then at the end, you know, Shanique and Randall are sitting there and she told Randall they had their months and their time. Cause you know, it's been such a long time since filming. They had their time to process and get over it. And she respected Randall enough to give him like the go ahead and uh, not the go ahead, like give him like the heads up so that he didn't yeah. have to experience it the way that I did. So then um, we filmed the reunion or whatever. I scream at Zay and he said the little, you know, sorry on stage. He said, sorry. And then I just kind of made a face. And then after the reunion, I like, I got in his face, like in the dressing room. And I was like, the fuck was that? And he was like, I'm going out with my friends. I don't have time for this right now. Bye. So he went out and then Shanique tried to come up to me and talk to me. And I was like, I'm not talking to you. I don't like you right now. Like, like I told her, I was like, I regret hanging out with you. I regret this friendship. Leave me alone. And Randall was like, Ray. And I was like, no screw you guys. Everybody knew, but me, I looked dumb. I was crying. Jake was like, Ray, no, come here. So I canceled going out with everybody and Shanique and Randall were texting me and they were like, can you please talk to us? And I was like, no, I hate you. And then went back to the hotel. I just, and- I'm just picturing like the three guys texting, like, like y'all are in a Randall's trouble like, now. Please, like, come on, please be friends with her again. We're in this together. So I went back to the hotel room and I just was not in the mood to go out anymore. Like it was out partying, you know, whatever. I'm in the hotel room and it came over to my hotel room with Shanique and Randall. And, um, and Randall was like, Hey, you know, let, let us in. Like, we want to talk to you. 
And Randall is the one who facilitated um, Shanique and I kind of having that conversation. And that's where Shanique kind of let me know like her side. And I just had to let her know like, hey, I'm hurt, but like, just give me a second. Like, we'll get back to being friends. It's really Zay's fault. It's not yours. And that's when she opened up to me. And she said that she encouraged Zay to tell me the day that she told Randall after filming. And Zay said he was not going to tell me. She also pushed Zay to tell me during filming because she was like, maybe we should tell them before we switch back because this is hanging over my head. Shanique is such like a sweetheart. She's like, this is weighing on me. Can we tell them? Before conversations. I really liked Shanique on the on the show. On the show. I did too. Her, you know, oh no, Ray and Jake are like making out all the time. Like she's like obsessed with him. Like they click really well. I can't risk telling her. And then she goes all the way with Jake or she does more with Jake than she would. Yeah. He was also thinking like, cause if I did that, if I got butt hurt and then started messing around with Jake, that would also hurt April. And then maybe April would try to hook up with Colby and then that would hurt Madeline. And then that would spiral happening. The big circle. So, um, but yeah, he told Shanique not to tell me. And Shanique was in this really uncomfortable place of like her and I spending all this time together. And as it got closer to the reunion, I think she wanted to tell me, but it was just uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But her, our friendship, Randall made sure that that happened. He was like, no, you guys are going to talk. <laughs> so are you guys I friends like now? Hmm. Yeah, I love Randall. And Shanique and I are very close. We're actually, me, her, Randall, Nate, Lauren, and Jake are going to host a party tonight. So yeah, everything is okay now. Like she cried. I cried. She apologized to me. She explained everything to me, like what happened that night. She told me that they didn't have sex. So her and I have completely moved on. I put that on Zay. Like, no, I love how you just said she cried. I cried. Yeah. Like, but I think it's good that you say like, we've totally moved on because you guys don't need to be enemies. Like yeah. you were going to get enough shit from people that you don't know you need to start like try to remain friends with people that you know you know experiences with you and that you can relate to and talk to and whatever that is i feel yeah. like even online i feel like people are trying to put you and april against each other and it doesn't you guys don't have to be best friends but you guys also don't have to hate each other yeah yeah okay. april has always been super nice to me and like as far as my connection with shanique goes like I'm so glad that I met her. And I was like, I'm not losing that friendship over a fucking hand job. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like we're staying friends, but yeah, people do kind of try to pit me and April against each other. And April has never fallen into that. She's always been like super nice to me. I know that her and Jake have had their issues and they've had some really bad fights and they had a lot going on behind the scenes of filming that is not known to everybody else, but that has nothing to do with me. And I'm cool with Jake and April has always been nice to me. So I have one question with the April and Jake thing. Yeah. The whole pregnancy. That was going to be like the pregnancy. It was so weird. Not weird, but it came off weird. And then it was like unfinished. Like, is she pregnant or is she not pregnant? Like, are we going to Because, you know, we all went to the winery, you know, right after that. I think that confused um, a lot of people. Edited was odd because it's like, okay, we're talking about her being pregnant. She's, is she drinking? Is she not drinking? I have an ultrasound on Monday. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> so we like, got through everybody for a loop. Like, Where's the pregnancy test? Yeah, so that's why Madeline kind of had the reaction that she did. And Madeline's gotten a lot of hate for that. And then someone else said, I hate the scene where Ray told April to um, take a pregnancy test and take a shot. And I responded back. I was like, I'm not the one that even said that. I said, okay, April, you don't have to drink. Yeah. Um, but Madeline kind of said that because she take was a like, and take a pregnancy test. Madeline, I think Madeline said that. Yeah. But Madeline was kind of saying that in a way of like, 
I why are you getting an ultrasound if you haven't had a pregnancy <laughs> test yet? But that's how April wanted to handle her scare. She didn't want to do a test. She wanted to go get an ultrasound and be sure. Yeah. That's her uh, mindset behind it. I would have taken a shot. Just putting it out there. You guys can judge me if you want, but Shane's I, like, nothing's confirmed. I'm like, nothing's confirmed yet. <laughs> Let's take this shot. Her and Jake had a lot of like, unprotected sex and she felt like oh, she no she talked about she it all on the show. <laughs> yeah so she you know at girls night she talked about that a lot and um so we we knew it was a possibility and that's also another reason why people are like did you hook up with jake or why didn't you hook up with jake it's like did you guys not see girls night where she's talking about him you know literally coming in her all the time why would i want to get with yeah. him I was very cringing as a viewer. I was like, "Ooh, how many times are we going to have to hear about this sex that you guys have with no protection? We get it. Like, All I could think about was, we know y'all yeah, are together. We know. <laughs> like, you don't have to keep telling us, but whatever. Um, tell us again. I'm just, I was, the whole time I was waiting for like a baby. So when the yeah. pregnancy scare happened, I was like. I'm like, oh my God, she's pregnant. This is some shit. This is it. Like. But I knew she wasn't pregnant when it was like unfinished, like when they just left that door open and they never answered about it, because if she was pregnant, they would have been. I don't know if a scene where she like showed him a test. You might have missed it, but there was a part where she had like a pregnancy box and like there was a test. She was like, like, I just wanted you to know or something. But she's like, I'm not pregnant. Oh, I was like, my kid, she handed him the test. Literally everything in me was like. Ain't this some shit? Dang, I gotta go back. There's no tomatoes, and now there's a baby in play. And then she's like, "I'm not pregnant." I was like, "Oh, boo." Yeah, a lot of people were confused about that too. Um, I saw a tweet that was like, "Did she do the ultrasound and then do the test, or what was going on with that?" So that just wasn't clarified. And I'm and I'm sure I think that the ultrasound was also just for her other stuff that she wanted to get scanned. I'm not quite sure all what she had going on. I know, but um, she's been a great voice talking about you know infertility issues, and I think that's yeah. awesome she's done some interviews clarifying it because it confused me but i was like it's not like my yeah, thing you do not sure since then so the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. 
as many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house. And I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's going to get done and it's going to look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. That's yeah. one thing that I do like about the shows and the platform that comes with it is that you're able to speak on whatever it is like that you're passionate, that you're about. passionate about. And it's I'm just going to say, don't let people try to like dim that or take mm -hmm. that away from you. Like shout it as loud as you want, whatever mm -hmm. it is like for yeah. for myself. I talk a lot about um, metabolic conditions because my daughter has one and I've I've gotten to use that platform or my platform to bring awareness yeah. to different like rare diseases in one world. And then another world, you know, it's a really good business like you can really make a shit ton of money off of social media if you use it correctly mm -hmm. so yeah. it's like take you're advantage position. of the position that you're in mm -hmm. and the fact that your show is number one is freaking awesome like taking all the good from it and like leave twitter alone yeah yeah um continue tiktok when you come to la i would love to meet up and have you teach me how to tiktok i, don't I would love that <laughs> writer would love some tiktok oh my god oh my TikTok with Ryder. That would be so oh. cute. Oh, she actually asked her dad if she can get one. We had to all sit down today. All of the parents had to sit down today and explain that she can TikTok with us, but she can't have her own. Yeah. No, not yet. I need to learn and um, I'm working on I it. I need someone to teach me how to do it. I'm trying, but it's, yes, just it's my favorite platform because everybody on there is so positive. And someone commented who came from Twitter. I recognize the username and they're like, where the hate comments? Like we don't like her. And then someone else said, not on here like not on this I somebody <laughs> yeah. i posted that you were doing um the podcast with this someone had actually dm and was like i love ray and i love her tiktok but i'm mad that she deleted one of her videos and saying like that you were answering questions but oh, yeah. it's gone i guess there was um my content got flagged um from oh. from the from kinetic and Netflix. It was just a video 
uh, kind of addressing certain things because um, a lot of women were calling me like a pick me and making fun of my intro and talking about me like in general. So I just did a kind of a video explaining myself and kind of What's going it outside of the narrative of what my character was on the show or how I was portrayed. And so it got flagged and taken down or they, they made it, take it down. What is a pick me? Um, basically they were just saying that I was seeking male validation and that I really wanted to get chosen by men. Oh, like literal, like pick literally like, pick me. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like the thing that's been going on like Twitter. And I get a lot of girls like commenting that and, um, that's not how I am. But the main thing that they're saying that for is cause I talked about like cooking and cleaning, but the question that I was asked is like, what makes you wifey material? And that's like a wifey stereotypical answer. Obviously, I don't think that cooking and cleaning is all you have to do for a husband or a life partner, (laughs) but it's a reality show. It's a fun soundbite, like leave me alone. And I kind of made a video addressing that and I had to take it down. Got it. So I guess I have one last question. If um, there's anything that I guess is a two part question. Okay. (laughs) One question. Okay, never mind. I have one question. Just just ask. Do you regret doing the show? Oh, um, currently, yes, I kind of regret doing the show, but I hope that as I continue to keep the friendships that I made from the show and hopefully some positive opportunities come from it, that will change. I'm trying not to regret it because it's already done. Regret it. Yeah, it's to be honest, it's like it's still so fresh. Yeah. yeah. So like in that weird, hazy, like, what it am doesn't I feel doing? real? What did yeah. I just do? And it is a very surreal thing. And it's, I can touch on that. Cause when I started filming with Cheyenne for teen mom, yeah. even when I talk about it now, like I'll talk about like Cheyenne's on TV and I'm not, um, yeah, you're totally yeah. with me. I don't know why that's how I deal with it, but yeah. it's, it's a, it is, it's very surreal and it is very weird sitting on your couch and watching turning on something and being like, Hey, that's me, you know? So it's, it it's yeah. very surreal, but make the the thing is you get to make your experience mm-hmm. at this point like you're now like this is your narrative and you get to put out what and you share want. who you are what you want and pick a cause pick something that's important to you i and feel like, like she has advocate she for that. Even... oh no no so my, yeah. my i think my question wait no my question's not done what i said i had two and then you retracted it so i know I but one. no I, I thought of it again do you think if you didn't do the show, would you and Zay be together right now? Ooh. That was a good one, right? Uh, I think that we would have lasted longer and then eventually broken up. And I think the same thing for April and Jake. I think that they would have lasted maybe about another year and then eventually gone their separate ways. I think that everybody who is meant to be together from the show is together. Got it. And like finding out on the show and splitting up on the show is awful, but I'm everybody's where they need to be today. Shanique and Randall, are they they're engaged, right? Yes. Are they like planning a wedding or they're just like we're engaged and leave us alone? Well, I well, I don't well, they did get engaged on the show and then you know they split up after filming for six months and now they're back together working on their relationship, very serious. Okay. And then I think that Randall will, of course, you know, re-ask when the time is appropriate and then they're going to launch into planning then. But they're very much committed, very much in love, very much together. Um, very happy. I, I you guys I to come to them. LA. Is Shanique coming to LA with you? No, she's not, but I can definitely invite her. Like, that would be amazing. That's, 
look like I invited myself into their trip. I'm coming. <laughs> let's convince I'm here. her. Like, <laughs> let's all DM Shanique and be like, hey, you need to go to LA with Faith. Who are these people? Why are they DMing me? Like, we're not on a show with you, but we do film so like we can relate. Yeah, but... we need to all meet up. I think it would be fun. All right, ask your hey, questions friend. so we can, I got to So we kids. got a few questions um, just regarding like how you came out in your you're accepting yourself as a bisexual woman. So just words of advice or just like what helped you embrace you and yeah, what helped you embrace this moment? And this is, I guess, for women who are not sure to how to come out or just, you know, on yeah. the fence. I would have to say that um, all the reasons that I was afraid to come out do not outweigh the how free I feel right now. And that, you know, you can ignore it, but ultimately you cannot choose who you're attracted to. And that's always going to be there. You know, my friends who are straight kind of asked me to explain it to them. And I explained it like this. I said, you look at five guys, right? And you're going to look at like maybe two of them and think they're hot. And you're going to look at three of them and immediately think they're not. I'm like, it's the same thing with like people. Like I will look at a girl and immediately be attracted to her. Um, So it's not, it's not a choice that doesn't go away. And you know, I think a lot of bisexual women do worry about being taken seriously. I think that they worry about being accepted. And I think that they worry about being sexualized. And to everybody, I have to say, you don't have to take the leap all at once. Like I came out slowly. I came out to people at times in my life when I needed to, like I told my mom before I told my dad, I told some of my friends before I told other groups of friends. So come out in a way that's comfortable to you. You don't have to like dive roll out of the closet. You can do what I did, which was like be half in half out. And you know, the people that love you are always going to love you. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's great. I like how you said, like, do it basically like do it at your own speed. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I thought it was important for visibility wise with women. Cause I think we see a lot of conversations happen around like bisexual men Yes, and, and we don't really hear those conversations from women or it's like there's always these jokes of like oh she only wants to, she's only trying a woman now because you know <laughs> she was some, she was with this man and got dogged man, out yeah. and it's like no yeah. like maybe she's just attracted to maybe both. she's attracted yeah you're, you can be attracted yeah. to anyone and everyone and it's like you said it's not something you turn off it just is it's so. I saw a joke that said Ray was so traumatized from dating Zay and Jake on the ultimatum that she turned gay. And I was like, all right, I got to laugh at that one. That one's pretty funny. <laughs> so before we finish, is there anything that you want to share or anything that you feel like you want to want other people, other to, people take away to know? From this? Yeah. yeah. Air kind of, or just anything random, just anything random. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess I would have to say that the, one of the main things that I learned on the show is that different relationships will bring out a different version of you. So choose people who really just make you feel understood. I think the most romantic thing to me is feeling understood. Don't be with somebody where you have to like fight to be heard or fight to be understood and then just love people in their love language. Oh, I love that. Love languages are real. They really are. So the way that we end our podcast every week is you either give, well, you kind of did yours, but I didn't give you the option. You do a WTF so you can share like whatever your what the fuck moment was of the week, or you can give advice. You kind of just gave us advice. So I think the advice. Okay. 
Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm trying to think. What I'm trying to think of what I did this week. Do you have a WTF? I'm sure I do. I do every week. Like, I know. I'm just trying to think about what my WTF. Let me look is. at my pictures. This is when I go look at my pictures. I'm like, what craziness happened to me where I had to remind myself? I'm looking at Zach and the kids, and I'm thinking, which one of you guys got me fucked up this week? <laughs> 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 which one of you guys mess with me this week oh my gosh dang I, All right. I honestly feel like okay so we just had writer's birthday we mm-hmm. did engagement photo shoot for shine and zach like mm-hmm. i think i feel like i had a really really good week um boss had break which was peaceful i thought i was gonna be running around like a, a headless chicken but so you had a good week. Yeah. So I said I had a good week. Um, embrace your good weeks, y'all. I did a Q&A this weekend on my social media and I hadn't done one in a while. And I was kind of not really engaging with social media um, just because I was in my head. But um, thank you all for in- in- engaging with me and bringing me out of my head and just reminding me that life is good. So. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like when I have to think this hard about what my WTF is, I just must not have one. Yeah, it's a good um, sign. But I know last week I said that I would share with you guys how Ryder's birthday went and it went great. It was yes. just hot as balls. But we looked so, so cute. Hot outside. That was the only thing that I didn't like about the day. But other than that, it went really well. The next things that we have coming up May 1st is the No Launch pop-up shop. Um, in Pasadena. So make sure you guys register. If you're not registered and you don't got my number, then you can't come in. So and don't call make me. sure you register for that. And that's really all of mine. I guess my advice would be um, okay, Zach didn't like the man that we rented our car from oh, yeah, for our engagement pictures. Yeah. So our advice is do not rent from Palm Springs classic car rentals from John. All right. <laughs> Ray, what's yours? Yo, that was so specific. But like, that was the or go over two classic car rentals on Yelp and leave them a thumbs down for me. I'd <laughs> gladly appreciate it. John, fuck you. John had us all messed up for 10 minutes. Oh. Oh. All right. Stopping loud. I just say like, we're about to leave i'm about to leave oh my ray you have a wtf or do you have advice um i think that my wtf moment was somebody in my comments was like how long have you been dating colby and i was like what the heck that that wasn't even the one i showed up with or the one i switched with i'm like you're on the wrong (laughs) When did I talk to Colby? They're like, what the fuck? They're like, <laughs> and this is my this is how rumors are started. Literally. Yeah. Like thinking, did they have a moment together? No. no <laughs> not at all. I don't even feel like I saw like, any exactly. conversations with y'all. Yeah. So somebody commented and asked me about my relationship with Colby. And I was like, do you mean Madeline or April? Because I'm not either one of those people. <laughs> Please clarify before you comment on my page. People were, were fishing for tea. They were just trying to make anything up at that point. I feel like tonight I'm going to go down a rabbit hole and start looking at your comments because I feel like they're probably hilarious <laughs> right now. And yeah. Um, my now kid, when we get bored and just want to have fun with people, so just don't comments, mind yeah. us if we're on your page. Oh, and that's the other thing. People will literally think they know you and they will defend you. Oh, yeah. They'll have full arguments, like paragraphs in the comments. Sometimes don't even comment back to the hate. Yeah. Other people will do they it They got you. you. <laughs> they got you. 
Thank you for coming on with us. We were clearly very excited. We're having yes. a fangirl moment. And um, congratulations, honestly, on everything. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how you grow from this whole experience. Mm-hmm. And as a person, Aww. socially, just everything. I mean, even the dog. Zach, I was showing your page to him earlier and he's like, holy shit. It went up, like talking yeah. about your followers. He's like, she's booming right now. So just, take advantage yeah, of it. Congratulations. Yeah, take advantage of it. And um, Shannon wished that she could join. We have a third co-host, mm-hmm. um, Shannon. She wished she could join us this week, y'all. But she's on her way to Portland to see to that guy. See that guy. We so talked about this guy last week. As soon as she gets home, we're going to get all the tea from her and see how her trip was. She's and... really sad that she didn't get to meet you on this because she binge watched in like oh, two yes. days. We've been texting about the show too. Yeah. So when Cheyenne was like, hey, I reached out to Ray, I was like, I love you, Cheyenne. You're the greatest sister ever. I'm like, bold. <laughs> thank you. You made my week. I was like, like hey, look, now I'm the other Are You the One person who slid into your DMs. <laughs> All right, guys, <laughs> you guys have a good week. Don't forget to follow us at the Think Loud crew, and you can follow me at Shy Not Shy. I'm a new guest, guys. You can be our guest next week. Hold on, we're almost done. Close it out. And you can follow me at R. Kyle Lynn and Ray. Will you please let us know where we can find you? Yes, it is Ray, R A E dot Williams on Instagram. What's it on TikTok? TikTok? Uh, Ray Will underscore. On TikTok. I like that. Yes. I also like that your name is Rachel. I really like Ray. I, was, I kept wondering, is it Ray? Is it Rachel or Ray short? For I something? like Ray. I like Ray. Okay. Yeah. Now I have your number and you have mine. So next time you come to LA, please text me so we can meet up. And... Or if we're in Austin, I like Austin. Austin's a fun city to me. Yeah. We can do this again. Maybe next time we bring. No Shanique kids. on. I'm talking about the podcast. No. Oh, I said no kids. Right. I'm like, how'd you get there? <laughs> I should definitely have Shanique and uh, Randall on. Oh my God. Should Ooh. I slide in their DMs? Yes. Yes. Okay. Give them a pre-warning. Okay. All right, has your give them a pretext that it's come, a pre pretext like pre come. Oh wait, give them a, give them a pretext that I'm going to slide into their DMs. Okay. All right, I gotta go take her to the bathroom. Ray, thank you for doing thank this with you. us. We appreciate you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.